Welcome everyone to another episode of the Dynamic Thriving Podcast. I am your host, Mary Ann Pack, spiritual medium, oracle for the many, and joy advocate, guiding you into all things life transformational. And today I have a very special guest for you, and it is my dear friend, coach, and colleague, Olivia Florian. Thank you, Olivia, for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for inviting me to do that interview with you. Yes, yes, yes. And Olivia's website is oliviaflorian.com. All these links that I mentioned today that we talk about will be in the show notes. And um, we're going to jump right in and um, talk about who Olivia Florian is and what good do you bring into the world? Mm, this wonderful question of who am I? That's always a deep question to what is that person? And I'm, uh, well, I'm a recovering engineer, but I'm also coach and an artist today. So I'm someone bringing the left brain and the right brain together. And it's been a long journey from being very sensitive, but also feeling good with complying with the left wing mm. world of engineering, letting that curiosity about science take the place, but also understanding after a while that there is something not working for me. So that's, mm. and slowly really recover and pick up back all these pieces that I didn't understand were at least as important and as the serious work of engineering. So letting the, the artist part of me being cultivated, being seen and, and, and flourish. So that's, that's kind of the invitation of don't let one side of you be over dominating, but really take home more of you and you will see how much more confidence and how much more aliveness there is to tap into when we can just allow all these sides of us to be really recognizing us. Yeah, do you think we we hide those parts sometimes because maybe it wasn't safe in the past? Well, yes, what wasn't safe or wasn't valued was something yes. that- Yes. Just take your serious work first. If there is more time, you can do that. But not now, or or it's not, or I'm also highly sensitive, highly emotional. That was not safe to be that. That was really something I worked hard to try to erase, try to control. And of course, it doesn't work. So if you're ever done the same, trying to control your emotions, try to put a lot down on it, it will just put the pressure up and sometime it will just burst out and that's not building confidence either while when we can allow and be okay that at sometimes I will be moved by things and I don't need to be ashamed about it and just be with this so that's that's part of yeah really taking home all aspects of that so shamed or yeah yeah yeah, I like to think of it as we're remembering. Oh, yeah. We're, we're putting all those members back together that have been boxed away or, you know, protected or um, kind of hidden uh, because our 
our culture, our society, or our work, um, our position in corporate or whatever was not allowing us to be that whole person who we know we are, spirit, mind, and body, you know, the creativity, plus the, like you said, the logical mind and the, they all need to be perfectly blended. And then we feel the wholeness of who we are. Yeah. You know? exactly. I, um, Olivia is a creative evolutionary catalyst. And I'm going to have her explain that a little bit because today's topic is play seriously. So I love this topic because she is expert at leading us into playing, inviting our inner child to come out and coaxing her to come out to be creative with us, to co-create our lives and give us pleasure and enjoyment and relaxation and oneness with nature or our bodies embracing that. So um, I want her to explain a little bit what a creative evolutionary catalyst is in relation to play, seriously? Are you kidding? Can we do that? Yeah, exactly. Can we do that? And the, the creative, creative evolutionary catalyst is really recognizing we are all creative. We are here as creators in these lives, creating our lives, creating everything around us. And so, and also evolutionary because it's not something, we are never finished. We are never done in any way. So it's really reminding us, this is a lifelong journey that we are on and we are, there is a joy in, evo in evolution. So really embracing that, yeah, I'm evolving all the time. I feel imperfect because I'm not finished. Yes, I'm perfectly imperfect. And of course the catalyst is, hey, embrace that. So inviting others in embracing this creative side, this evolutionary side that we all are part of. So really embracing this imperfect imperfection that we all have and see the perfection in all, all the imperfection that we have been grown into looking at them and feeling so, oh, I'm not enough here. Oh, I'm too much there. So really inviting, yeah, you are creative, even if you don't really connect to this word, and you are evolving all the time. And that's so normal. And that's the, the beauty of life. Absolutely. You know, that's why they call life a journey, you know, because there is no destination. There's no ending. We are eternal beings. We will go from this life to the next because life is always calling us to more, more life. So if there's not like some ending point, boom, we're over. We continue, our spirit continues in, uh, cre in, in creation and evolution. So what problem do you help your clients solve? Like what kind of transformation do they receive when they start incorporating some of the creativity, some of the play, embracing, you know, play in their body? How do they, how do they transform? Well, the main transformation is really from being more whole and not letting these wonderful minds that we have 
be the, the boss, be the only thing that we show and that we are. I've been there in that place of, you know, trying to figure out, and it's still like, it's so super trained with all these decennials of doing that, but really coming from, okay, the mind is here as a helper, not as the master. Yeah. So coming down, letting go of the mind. So when you are playing with colors, it's not about analyzing, it's about being here mm -hmm. in the present with the colors, with what's coming up, letting that part of you be connected. I've been doing lately a lot of body painting, not only myself, but also with clients. And it's, it's also this connection to now, to the body and that playfulness. So I'm, what, I, what you really get is feeling the difference from disconnecting the running mind that tries to solve problem. You put this on pause, mm -hmm. you go into that creative flow you, you connect to whatever it is. Sometimes it's emotion. Sometimes it's just a release and a relaxation. But just being in that moment and see what happens to you when you're doing that regularly. And just in, in, a, in an experience, just see, oh, at least I connected to that. And, and see how it solves all this problem that you try otherwise to, right, to, right. to solve with your mind. So that's one of the main thing coming down here, down in the body, down in the, and be much more intuitive. So integrate the intuition because oh, yes. it happens also, but I'm also inviting when I'm playing with colors, I'm inviting also to just give the time when the mind has rested, what are the words that are coming? What is coming through mm -hmm. and more, more often than, than it's, your higher self coming through or your inner child saying hey i've been alone here mm -hmm. you know if if there the connection has been as often we have have been neglecting that that part not letting her to express it might be grief it might be resentment but just hearing that that's so liberating so that connection with your higher self your inner child and really feeling much more whole and liberated to let new things come through yes so you you definitely understand that that play actually breeds creativity i mean that's yeah. that's how you present it that when we are in play we are you know connecting to the wholeness of who we are so then the creative side of us can just blossom yeah Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And and really coming from a place of instead of this goal-oriented mindset of mm. I want to create a result and actually I just want the result and I don't really want to be on the journey. <sighs> yes. Come back to here I am. Yes, I have a goal. But actually, my goal is really to enjoy what's happening and playing with, with colors, coming into your body in different way is just calling you here. Because when does your life happen anyway? Mm -hmm. It just happens now. Right. Never in the future. It never happens in the past. It's just right here and now. So it's really letting that happen 
and from there, if if I'm in a playful mode, I can also just enjoy what's happening and not be fixating how it's evolving, but more open to curiosity. And there, there do things you never done before because creativity is not about repeating something that you, a formula or anything that you've done before. It's just letting yourself be surprised by the process where it guides you. Yes, you have an idea, but can you let other things come in, let your inspiration guide you and try things out. And playfulness is that. As long it's enjoyable, Yes, yes, that's for sure. So what, you know, I'm sure there are other, you know, art teachers out there, air quotes, um, you know, but how is your coaching different? How is it unique? How is it Olivia-like? Because this is a different kind of coaching than probably, you know, most other, you know, coaches would have because this is a very artistic and allowing so much to flow out of you in a creative artistic way, you know, whether it's even, and I love how you, when you do, um, you know, body painting on your arm or something, and you write a beautiful piece of poetry that goes with it, just that expression of, you know, words and, and, you know, putting those feelings into words that go along with what you just created in yeah. your painting. So how, how is this different even more so than just an art class that helps you paint? Oh, yeah. And for me, the difference is at two levels because one thing that I love to do is having these deep conversations around mm. what is it, why are, are we doing things in a certain way? How are we looking at life? Is it a journey or is it a destination? So that's the part where we are taking our mind with us and looking at that and shifting and understanding what it does with us and then going in, into practice really allowing that self-care to happen because yes, I really yeah I really see that this is taking care of my energy this mm -hmm. is taking care of my different parts my inner world so it's it's really changing the priorities of doing everything giving and hey Ooh, yeah. before I can give I need to nurture I need to be full and how do do I get full of energy of inspiration of that's in that inner relationship that we are cultivating when we take time just to go within and let these expressions happen and connect so that's part of the yeah, how it, it links. So yeah, we are talking, but we are also painting or any other expression moving could be also one. So really doing both. So here the mind gets on board and we just embody that and practice and see what's happening in on the inside and can meet it and can, you know, as I said, Yes, the inner child has a lot of energy and joy to give you, but there are healings that also needs to happen. So all the, the fears, the resentments that are blocked here, in doing these practices, you will have a chance to meet that and to express that and to be, to come to peace with it. So it's also where 
it really combines in a beautiful way a healing and a just be in a good energy, rising your energy. Right. And I like how you mentioned that it was, it's nurturing. It's, it's that self-care. It's that time to take a break, take a pause and, you know, come back into, again, the wholeness of who we are. You know, we may be, you know, doing our work and writing on the computer or posting something or, you know, even on a call with a client or something. And then it's time to almost pull back. And like you said, nurture our energy, Hmm. you know, to give ourselves a little bit, uh, a little bit of time to breathe, to breathe. Um, And I always say our mess is our message. So what was your mess? What did you transform through that created this calling that your soul is calling you to do this kind of creative work and, and help people to, you know, touch back in and get in touch with, you know, again, remembering who they are, putting all the parts of you back together again. So what was that mess? Cause I love stories. So I like, <laughs> yeah. Um- I would say there are definitely two evolutions, but the starting point, so about 10 years ago, I was still in engineering. And at that point, the emotional creative part, intuitive part was not really welcomed, Mm -hmm. not really recognizing me. And, but I was doing a job that I really felt, well, this is this is the kind of thing you do in the world to do something that is concrete it's well paid it's it's mm-hmm. interesting but i was also going around not feeling good having to suppress as i told in the beginning this very emotional be- part of my being making me shaky each time something was touching me trying to suppress that and not managing to suppress that. So I was going and, and I met, a, I had a crisis at some point and was talking with a friend and explaining her how I just gave my all in my job and did the best and felt drained and not proud of me, not happy. And, and from listening to me, she just told me, well, then you're not doing your best. And I, I was really shocked in the moment because it's like, hey, I'm really doing my best. And then I, I, let, I just let it go and began to realize that, yeah, I'm doing my best in the frame I'm given, but that's not the best of me, mm. not any longer. And from there, so a new journey of opening to what is really lighting me up, what is really aligned with my values happened. And I left corporate, I studied agriculture, I studied and I went into environment and all these parts. So slowly, slowly, everything was pointing in how I, my inward, what, who is that being and how are our values and beliefs and somewhere on the way, so art came back through a therapist, just getting me out of my mind because I was so used to listen to that mind that says, go out there, work hard, 
it's the, that's the only thing I need to do. It's just to grasp my <laughs> my energy and go out. And she gave me paper. Okay, pick co a color. And I okay, I take a big paper because I need to go big. That was my mind telling. And I sat there, and suddenly with my pen in my hand, I just, okay, there's a, there is this little dot here, and then hmm, nothing more. There is nothing left. There is only this dark little dot. Mm -hmm. And it took a few seconds to stay there with that little dark dot. Hmm. Oh, there is nothing else. And then, oh yeah. And here around it, there is a bit of love, a red. There is a little bit of, uh, so, oh yeah, there are different things just around. And I'm being, uh, and that experience was really breaking out from my mind into mm -hmm. what is true in my body, in my psyche, what are my needs. I couldn't get there from my mind. And my therapist in talking couldn't get me there. But just taking that pen was like, wow, I can talk to a part of me that I never hear. And from there, I picked up colors and played a lot. And that was maybe six years ago. And then the other part of it, taking more, wanting to, you know, we, we go in phases. So I took that on and then the art part went a bit silent or in the background. And, oh, let's pick it up again. And two, about two years ago, oh, yes, I, I would love to paint more regularly and began to do that and felt a contraction because my perfectionist was here. I had to do to have results. I had, if I was painting, if I was taking a sheet of paper, I needed to, that this sheet of paper would be worth, have something on it that was worth it. Right. And that, almost, and, almost making it like a production. Oh yeah. Like it has to be a show. It has to be your masterpiece. It has to be something. Right. Otherwise, right. Hey, who am I to just use a piece of paper that right. I'm not even proud to show? And, and guess what? My, where was my joy? Yeah. While painting, when this was activated, it's also, so I was wondering, okay, that's not why I'm painting. It's not to feel that contraction while I'm, I'm painting. So I, I was looking for a way and remembered uh, one occasion where I was on retreat and we, we would go to an ecstatic dance and we got some body paints to mm. paint, on, paint on, on each other before the dance, for the dance. And I, I remember that childlike, oh, I do that. I, I, I've never been allowed to paint on myself as a child. So it's like, Oh, feeling that childlike pleasure of oh, and no press, you know, no performance in that, just being in that. Mm -hmm. like, maybe, maybe I can try that, and I began that, and it was the beginning of a nine-month journey where I practiced every day, putting out my my body paints a little set, and taking a moment with myself to connect, to just let whatever wanted to be expressed through the, right. the colors. Yes. How beautiful. And just seeing that, that was reopening my joy to, to create without expectations, much more, oh, I'm feeling good while I'm painting. 
So, oh, oh yeah, many times I like what's on, what's on my arm. Other times, doesn't matter. Then, as you said, poetry was coming through when I wanted to share my, 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 my painting. So it just opened a world of expression, a world of connecting to myself, to my higher self, to my inner world. And that's also what I want. That's also what really felt, oh, these are the entrances because we are in a world where left brain is king. And, and we need to find ways back to what is true, what is really deep down wanting to be expressed, what is your real self wanting to, to yeah, to either to say or even this younger part of you that are suppressed. Mm. So hearing yourself better, cultivating that, right. that relationship and see the big shifts that are happening through that. So that's my journey around that, from that very serious, here is a job that is serious. And yeah, but I don't feel good. And I need to suppress myself towards Hey, all parts of myself are okay, and I, if I can listen to them in healthy ways, I can also go out in the world in a different way and just share much more of me in a much more grounded and, yeah, more live way. Oh, so beautiful. So how can people connect with you? I know you have a new program coming up, and uh, I want you to talk about that and explain what it is. Um, and um, share it with us about this new program that you've got coming up October the 6th. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. So I'm starting a, a group program uh, that I call Embrace Your Journey and Play and Create. So really just in the title, putting together that we are on a the, on the journey, embracing it. And really it's a journey about finding your joy, being in your joy, bringing joy into the world. And how do we do that? So open to your playful side, to your creative side. So through, so it's a four month program, starting October 6th, ending uh, at the end of Jan January, the 26th of January, with a break over, over the, the holidays. Mm -hmm. and, and the holidays so that you can really just integrate in between but so it's eight calls where we are taking up these conversations around mm. how playful what what does it mean to play why do what are the what's happening there how can we create and in between the calls uh, having invitation to to integrate and and practice in a creative way and it will be up to you you don't need to have a practice already if you have because it's really for both people you can be completely new to to the idea of creativity but try it out see what happens or you can be one of those even for me today i can feel that need being in a container that says here we prioritize this. This is me time. This is the time for creativity. So this is part of the invitation to, to create and integrate and do it not from a mind point of view, but go down into whatever expression that allows you to connect to what's really happening with you in this, this container 
uh, what do I need to say more? So it's really that accountability to yourself. Yeah. This is a self-care practice. As I said, you're really prioritizing differently, filling up your cup first before going out and serving yeah. in the world. Because we, especially we are those all people who are in service, there is this giving that is so recognized, but yes, yes, that yes. difficulty to just step back and say, I'm need and I am worth taking care in a joyful way of myself. Yes. So that's the invitation. And I will just check one more th if I'm forgetting anything. So yes, so, so, so that's basically the group program. And, and if you, I'm offering a personal session as a compliment for people knowing who have been working in groups and know that they want also some personal focus. This is also available, but just the group journey is really for me the very juicy and, and, and potent because you are enriching each other. There will be these conversations, having a community to share what's going on to reach out. Uh, yeah, so that's... Yeah, a group container is so precious because, you know, when we get a little stuck or, you know, can't quite get over the hump today because we maybe have so much on our plate and we've, um, we've done that thing where we set our playtime aside and our, our enrichment aside and say, well, that's for later because that's not really productive. So being in a container like that, you know, holding us accountable to no, make yourself a priority, yeah. you know, nurture yourself first or you have nothing to give. Yeah. You know, replenish that joy in you. So to be able to do that first and, um, and then have people to bounce off questions and, you know, you, to have that community, that is, that is such a precious gift. Yeah. So yeah. And just having a bit of time of like four months, it's really mm -hmm. enough for starting a new practice. If you haven't that practice into place, that's enough time to, to really get a taste of it and get into it so that you be, can begin to have it as something that you can follow through in your life more of. And just like you said, it's not productive time. And I, I just read again late, a couple of days ago, a, a beautiful story about Mani, the, the, the artist, where, oh, yeah. when, and where he's, he's just taking a rest in his garden in the sun and enjoying a nap there and has an, a neighbor very curious all the time and saying, oh, sir, you're, you're resting. And then Mani is saying, no, I'm working. And then next day, money is really in that inspiration mode and, and painting really vividly, passionately. And his neighbor, again, very curious, very nosy. Oh, sir, you're working. No, I'm resting. Because, you know, what, what are you doing when you are resting, when you are rejuvenating? You are doing the work of putting your energy, energy together, letting things come, and then the work feels like rest, feels like, oh, at least I can get 
things through. Mm -hmm. So I really love this reframing and that's the kind of reframing that the program is intending to give you too. That, hey, when you're resting, when you're prioritizing your creation and your play, actually you are doing a wonderful work. Yes, yes, and that's it. It's energetically productive. Yeah. More than the pushing energy, that pushing, yeah. proving, I got to do this work because this is the important air quote work. You know, this is uh, when, when yet that, that raises our energy. Yeah. When we go into that play, when we go into that <clears throat> joyful time of creativity. So actually energetically, it's much more important than yeah. the pushing energy that, because many times when we've allowed ourselves times to rest or to get nature or, you know, do dance or any kind of play, we come back so refreshed that the work that we're doing just, it, it just like, it creates space and it creates time and your creativity of your work actually flows so much faster. Exactly. Because there's times when I take um, specific time aside in the morning, you know, to meditate and to be outside and to journal and whatever else I'm doing for myself to rejuvenate and prepare for the day. Sometimes I'll look at the time and I'll go, and when I, after I start working, I'll look at the time and go, my goodness, it's not very late. I, I've gotten so much done mm. because I allowed myself that nurturing time. Yeah. It like speeds up time for us. You know, it, uh, so I, I love this. I, I love the work that you're doing. Um, I've enjoyed watching you evolve over the years that I've known you and, um, grow and just grow into owning that expression, that, that delight, that play that I just love that. So all these, this, um, this new uh, program that Olivia has, which is embrace your joy me like journey, joy me um, the link to sign up for that. It's coming up October 6th. So be sure and do that. And you have a couple of days though, yet that they can join for um, a pre-registration discount or some kind of a- Yeah, I have a, a bonus for so people who are, who are joining latest September the 22nd. Okay. There is a, a session, an intuitive session that I'm offering where I'm guiding my clients into a visualization and get really in contact what mm -hmm. is ready to be transformed what is alive in you what wants your higher self mm -hmm. what you are really ready so this session can be a, really a boost for coming into the program and so if you registered before or latest the 22nd of, of september then you have this session that coming as a bonus uh, so it's awesome. really a beautiful experience to really connect deep inside awesome 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 i thank you so much olivia for being my guest i so appreciate you i appreciate your work and and the um the impact you've made on my life you know and knowing you over these years so i want to thank everybody for joining us today on the dynamic thriving podcast 
And be sure to like, comment, and be sure and subscribe because this helps my work go out into the world and spread more joy because being a joy advocate, uh, I want to spread that stuff everywhere. So, and also visit our website, maryannpack.com for all of our services and um, some of the free things that we offer to touch your toe in the water. Um, and Olivia, thank you again. Do you have any closing words of wisdom for us? Well, really what I already somehow was talking about, you cannot get from an empty cup. Yes, yes. So really remind yourself when you feel guilty about doing the things that are not serious, mm. you cannot yes. get from an empty cup. Absolutely. So really let yourself be filled and, and see what so much more you have to give and to contribute because yes we are in an agitated world where serious things are happening but if you really want to make a difference fill up your cup and and that's where you will really be there in the long run and bring so much more just energetically coming from a place where you have light to give yes so that's my I love that analogy, Olivia, because I always think of it like my teacup. My teacup actually has to overflow. Yeah. And the tea that goes into the saucer is what I give away. Exactly. My cup's not full until it's overflowing. And then I have something to give in the saucer away. Absolutely. So, Yes. So I love that analogy. I love that. Thank you, Olivia. Remember everyone, you are joy looking for a way to express. <laughs>